Authority has a source. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. We're moving on in Luke's Gospel. Uh, Today we're starting a new chapter. We're moving into chapter 20, and uh, we'll be in verses 1 through 8. Last week I mentioned from the conclusion of chapter 19 on, we begin to see a definite turning point in the tone of Luke's Gospel, from Jesus' earthly ministry to a clear focus on Um, uh, the cross. And so from 20 on, we begin to see the religious authorities turning up the heat and everything now begins moving toward uh, the inevitability of uh, the cross. In this passage in Luke 20 verses 1 through 8, we have an encounter between Jesus and the religious authorities and they are questioning his authority for the ministry that he's doing. And ultimately what their hope is by his response that they will have something that they can use to trip him up, something they can use to bring religious charges against him. And in their religious system, uh, religious charges could lead to um, death. And um, so we'll see how this encounter um, uh, breaks down and we'll pull from it um, with the Holy Spirit's help. Uh, whatever relevant lessons uh, we need uh, for our own growth in grace and growth as Christ's disciples. Authority, uh, particularly as it relates to authority in the church, is always uh, an interesting question. On the human level, uh, if you're a part of the denominational church, there are human authorities that determine uh, who is selected and approved as um, leaders at the highest levels, from denominational leaders all the way down to local church leaders, pastors. And most denominations reserve the power to um, ordain as a denominational, institutional um, uh, authority uh, that they dispense to um, the body. And then those who are sensing a call to ministry go through the rigors of their denominational process before being selected and approved as a person who is called and then ultimately ordained. Um, And so that authority is dispensed by the human institution of whatever denomination a person is a part of. Uh, From denomination to denomination, the way in which uh, authority is dispensed to pastoral leaders for the sake of their calling and ministry changes some Uh, in the congregational setting. It's at the local level, not so much at the denominational level. Um, But someone is in charge in the local church. And from the pastoral leadership down to the body, um, leaders are selected from within the body to make decisions for the direction of the church. Uh, decisions for budgetary expenses and all of these practical concerns. But ultimate authority, as we know, rests in God alone. And it's not so much denominations that uh, select and call people, it's God. And it's just human beings catching up to what God already knows (laughs) in most cases. Um, It's good that churches have a process. And it's good that we take time to put people who sense a calling through a rigorous process of being 
approved of God, um, a workman approved, if you will, as Paul describes in one of his letters. Um, but ultimate authority rests in God, and as it relates to the authority of Jesus, um, there's no question. <laughs> Since he is God, he has all authority. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him, and Jesus makes that statement in Matthew at the end of the Gospel of Matthew when he um, charges the church with the Great Commission. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And so... Uh, Jesus is our ultimate authority. Um, But uh, before we get into the nuances of this particular text, uh, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we're starting a new week, and Lord, we know that we don't have a chance if we don't lean into you, and if we don't trust you, and we don't depend on you. And so, Lord God, as we set out on this new week, we turn our hearts to you, Lord, and we lean in strong. And we pray that you would lead us and guide us in all that we do this week. Um, And Father, as we study your word together today, we pray that you would bring us insight and understanding so that your word would grow within us uh, to have its maximum impact. We give you thanks for it, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 8. One day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and teachers of the law together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, we don't know where it was from. Jesus said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. (laughs) Now, uh, Jesus is so brilliant and he's a marvelous, um, he's a marvelous person when it comes to confronting Uh, the schemes of these religious leaders and what they're ultimately trying to do. Jesus knows their hearts. He's God. And so he knows they're trying to set him up. They're trying to trip him up. And um, in so many ways to Jesus, this is just child's play. Uh, But he engages them and he does so in a way that, that really causes them to look within and to question their motives. So here's Jesus once again at the temple teaching. He's proclaiming the good news. What could be more beautiful than Jesus preaching the good news of the gospel? Oh, how I long for the day when I'll be in his presence uh, to hear him speaking and talking. And I can't wait for the day. But instead of rejoicing in it, these religious leaders saw an opportunity to question him. And they very directly question him on the topic of authority and whose authority He's doing these things and doing his ministry in. Jesus, not willing to entertain their setup, asks them a question back, and it's a good one. He engages them in the topic of John's baptism. John was going around baptizing people, preparing the way for the coming of the Messiah, and his was a human baptism. It was a baptism of preparation. Um, but John obviously was working in the calling of God and the uh, equipping of the Holy Spirit um, to do what he did. 
So these religious leaders engage Jesus' question. They're talking among themselves, and they look at both sides of the coin. They say, if they agree with Jesus that it was from heaven, then Jesus will say back to them, well, why don't you believe me that my my authority is from heaven? But if they say if it's human origin, they're going to stir up the people who believe that John really was a prophet sent by God. And of course he was. So they answer. They take the the They take the easy way out. They take the the middle road, and they try to um, ride the line by saying, we don't know uh, where it was from. So Jesus says, very good then, if you won't answer my question, I won't answer yours. Neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. Now those of us who know him, and know those of us who whose eyes have been opened to see Jesus for who he is, the Messiah of God, the Anointed One, our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer, God's Emmanuel, uh, we know the truth that the authority in which Jesus operated was authority that belonged to him because he's God. All authority in heaven and on earth belonged to our Lord. Uh, but these religious leaders did not see Jesus for who he was. Their eyes had not been opened to the truth of his true calling, the Messiah of God. And so their objective, their motives were to trip him up so they might have religious charges they could bring against him to ultimately eliminate him from the scene. Um, when Jesus is around, their grip on power isn't as strong. When Jesus is around, their authority and their and the people's interest in them isn't as strong. Jesus uh, obviously takes the attention away from them, and and he uh, obviously uh, drew a crowd everywhere he went. He was teaching with authority, and people were drawn to his teaching, and he was doing these marvelous and wonderful works to bring healing and restoration to people. And so uh, people were drawn to him, naturally. Um, And so uh, this standoff with the religious leaders doesn't end like they had hoped. Jesus doesn't leave them with anything that they might charge him with. But you can see in their scheming what they're planning on doing is turning the heat up and really beginning to make things tough on Jesus. So um, the question of authority is a good one for us, uh, regardless of what spiritual community we participate in, we are all confronted with authority. And uh, authority, as far as it relates to the leaders around us that we submit to, has earned authority. They earn that authority because we learn to trust them. We trust their calling. We trust their leadership. We trust their read and understanding of God's word. And so we dispense that authority to them conditionally on the sense that they've earned it. Um, But authority, as it relates to heavenly authority, belongs to our great God. And many people refuse to bend their knee to God's authority, and they continue rebelliously on their own trajectory in life and fail to surrender to the authority of God in their life. And that's an important step on a person's journey of faith, is surrendering to the authority of God in them and over them. When you make that, when you make that release, what you find is God's leadership is reliable and trustworthy and true. And surrendering to His authority is surrendering to His leadership in your life, and trusting that God will never lead you down a path that you shouldn't be on. And it's a good and wonderful thing. And I pray that all of us would grow in our capacity to surrender to the authority of God in our lives, and to those trusted leaders that. Um, that uh, lead us spiritually, that we would surrender to their 
authority of leadership as long as it's in line with uh, their calling and with the gospel. And um, we can gladly do so and, and trust that God will uh, use those people in our life to lead us closer in our walk with the Lord. All right, my friends, thank you so much for taking time to study today. I pray that this has been a blessing to you and worthy of the time that you have spent. Uh, God bless you as you continue to consider these words today, and we'll get caught up again tomorrow.